All right, welcome back everybody to your creativity. We are talking once again about Salt Lake Design Week. We talked with a young lady last year about all their details. And today we're with Dan Benshoff. Did I see that right? You did, yeah. Awesome, I, I wasn't sure. And I meant to ask you before we started, but, but here we are. Um, so Dan, you're in Boston today. What are you, what are you up to out there? Uh, I'm actually in New York today. I oh. was in Boston a couple of days ago. I ran a race out there on Monday and then just came down to the city for a few days this week. So yeah, hanging out in the Big Apple today. Oh, very nice. Super jealous. Um, so Salt Lake Design Week, it is uh, the 18th through the 22nd, which is ne next Monday through Friday. Oh. We'll be posting this on Monday. Um, tell us about some of the schedule events, like the keynote and whatnot. That's sure. Yeah. So on Monday, uh, kicking off the week, um, we have a keynote speaker coming out from San Francisco. Uh, the studio is called the Office of Ordinary Things, and they are a awesome uh, duo there. Um, larger studio, but the two guys that run it. Johnny and Richard are uh, just super creative, super funny, super engaging. Um, they've spoken at a handful of conferences before uh, and have been big supporters of AIGA wherever they've gone. So um, their thing is uh, um, environmental and, um, um, you know, just being environmentally conscientious with with the clients that they choose and the work that they do. Um, also workplace uh, sustainability. Um, so they have a specific vibe and a specific type of client that they like to work with. Um, and so, yeah, they're just really creative, fun people and this should be a really good keynote. That's at 6.30 at Spy Hop. And then um, Tuesday, we have a number of events. Uh, Everything's available on saltlakedesignweek.org slash schedule. A uh, bunch of great events on Tuesday. On Wednesday um, at Underbelly at 5.30, we have a Cocktails with Creatives and a keynote, or sorry, a panel discussion with three Salt Lake-based agencies. And the topic of that, of that panel discussion is going to be, as much as people are probably sick hearing it, um, what has it been like for the last 18 months to run an agency and what has that done to the industry to your business uh your work from home slash you know in office kind of set up there and so uh aside from networking and connecting and just hanging out with each other at, at the underbelly studio we'll also get to hear from these agencies how they've been dealing with um with COVID and, and how things have changed. Um, backing up to Tuesday, there is a uh, filmmaker uh, discussion at Brewbies downtown, which is gonna be also pretty cool, I think. It's one of the things that I really wanted to, um, as I was out on a run a couple months ago, thinking about design week, and I thought, gosh, the one thing that I would really like to hear is how have different creative industries and, um, businesses dealt with the pandemic have things changed dramatically have they not changed too much uh has have budgets dried up and then kind of they they loosened up there after a while so 
at this panel discussion on Tuesday at Bruvies, um, three filmmakers from Salt Lake, which are mostly based in the outdoor industry, are going to talk about that. And so they're going to show some of their work, Camp 4, um, local studios, and um, Sweetgrass Productions will be there to talk about how their industry has been affected and their business has been affected. So that should be super cool. Uh, on Thursday, there's a Struck studio tour, which should be really good. Um, we also have the Utah Design Exhibit uh, kicking off on Thursday and Friday. And that will be at uh, its location. I can't remember the location. It's on State Street. Um, but that's a furniture exhibition that's been taking place during Design Week for the last couple years and just all kinds of incredible uh, uh, custom furniture design on display there at that event. So that should be really good. On Friday, we're going to kind of close it out with another event at Underbelly. It'll be kind of our closing reception and another panel discussion with three uh, photographers that are based here in Utah. And again, same thing is is how have things changed in your industry if they have? Have they gotten better? Have they gotten worse? Um, all the ins and outs with uh, three photographers that are based here in Utah. And then in between, there are lots of other events. Uh, again, everything can be found on the schedule at sldesignweek.org. And there are lots of other great events that are going on during that week. And everything's in person this year, which is kind of cool. Um, so yeah. What, what type of uh, COVID restrictions are you going to have with it being, you know, in person, like masks and, um, you know, tests and things like that? Yeah, so we're going to require that everybody shows a proof of vaccination, um, which is your second dose. If it's a two-dose vaccination, should have been 14 days in advance of the day of, of your event that you're attending. So we'll require that proof of vaccination or a negative test within 72 hours, again, of when you're, when you're attending your event. So that'll be for everybody at the event, whether you're participating as a speaker or you're an attendee or whatever, um, we will be asking for those things. In addition, some of the events will require a uh, face mask. Um, and so that's up to them. We're not requiring it as part of our COVID protocols for the events, but some of the events may be requiring face masks um, in addition to what I've just described. So um, there's also a lot of, you mentioned the Strux uh, studio tour, but there's other, other uh, tours part of it, the Granary Campus. I'm, I'm not very familiar with that area. What, what's going on there? Yeah, so Lloyd Architects is redeveloping a big chunk of the Granary District, which is, uh, if you get off on the 6th South off-ramp, immediately to the right, there's a big industrial area. And so there have been a lot of warehouses and grain mills and all kinds of stuff down in that area uh, that are currently being developed by industry as part of it, Lloyd Architects. Lots of different people are, are developing that area. The company that I used to work for, DPS Skis, has their factory and their offices down in the industry building, which is in that area. It's super cool redevelopment area uh, in Salt Lake. The Granary District that Lloyd Architects is doing the um, tour of their campus is a really cool spot that's gonna have hotels, mixed use uh, restaurants and 
in apartments. It's also going to house uh, the Evo Salt Lake um, flagship store, which if you don't know about Evo, Evo is, I, they'd probably bristle if I was to say this, but they're kind of like REI. They're an outdoor retailer and uh, they're moving to Salt Lake or they're opening, they're not moving to Salt Lake, they're based in Seattle, but they're opening up a store here in Salt Lake and it's going to be developed by Lloyd Architects. In addition, there's going to be a big skate park there and an indoor outdoor climbing gym, which is supposed to be huge and, and super nice. And so it's going to be the area that they're going to give a tour of is this particular block that they're developing that's outdoor uh, based activities and shops and retail and all that kind of stuff. So that should be really good. I know that they're limiting that to about 20 or 30 people for that tour, just to keep it intimate. Um, and uh, that registration and all registration, um, most of the events during the week are require some kind of Eventbrite registration. Only two events, the, the keynote speaker and the panel discussion with the filmmakers at Bruvies are paid. Uh, the keynote speaker is $10 for non-AIGA members, $5 for AIGA members, and free for students. And then the filmmaker uh, panel discussion at Bruvies is going to be $5. So those are the only two paid events. But most of the events are going to require an Eventbrite registration, and that's mostly due to COVID and making sure that that capacity numbers are being managed and they know how to, you know, kind of get people flowing in and out yeah. uh, so that we don't get lots of people in one one space at one time. So and it's always nice to know how many is coming. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of them are going to have snacks and drinks and, and, you know, things like that. So I'm hosting two events and and along with our studio coordinator, we're constantly checking to see how many people are signed up so that we can know to order the right amount of food and drinks and all that kind of stuff. So uh, early registration is great and much appreciated. And so all of those links, if you follow our Instagram channel uh, or account in our bio, there's a link tree link that has all of the registrations to all of the events um, in addition to the schedule page on our website. Now, now you mentioned you know you're presenting stuff with the, the company you work with Underbelly. They're you know they're the presenting sponsor. For people that don't know about Underbelly, what what is it? Sure. So Underbelly is a digital design and development agency based here in Salt Lake City. Although we're starting to hire people from around the country as well, uh, and we do product design, UX design, visual design. We have. Um, a great uh, group of people that also produce content, so video photography, uh, and then we also do front-end development. And so we're an agency that's been around for nine years. Uh, we've got a studio right across from Pioneer Park. Uh, our old studio used to be on the other side of Pioneer Park, and we moved to the south side of Pioneer Park. So really cool space. Um, and yeah, we do design work uh, for global com uh, companies and also lots of local startups and mom and pop shops and stuff like that. So um, we take pride in, in doing lots of things to help build our community, whether it's design related or it's creative community based stuff or it's volunteering at, at a variety of different social um, um, 
you know, issues, you know, around the town or, or, or homeless shelters, things like that. So we just like to give back. And, and this is one way that we can do that for the creative community. But you mentioned your previous uh, job, the, the ski place, but you've also worked with ESPN and Disney on, on projects for them. And those were um, inter interface kind of based design, weren't they? Yeah, so anything consumer facing at ESPN uh, in the digital space uh, was from a group that I ran. So front end development, design, and um, all the research that went into that and testing was my group back at ESPN. I did that for almost 20 years. And it was kind of from the beginning to, you know, of, of the digital era at ESPN through 2015. So anything that customers interacted with, fans interacted with on a digital space, whether it was a website or a mobile application, or in some cases, we partnered up with the broadcast side and built kiosks and touchscreens and things like that, which were super cool for broadcast. But it was mostly websites and mobile applications at ESPN. And then it, I did sp have a stint where I worked at, at Disney out in Seattle for their technology company doing similar things for lots of different Disney business units. So it could have been the parks team or uh, movies or ABC news, you know, any of the various companies that Disney owns, we developed digital products for those uh, back in the, what, late 2000 or mid 2005 to 2009, something like that. So. It must've been crazy to see that evolution through the years of, you know, the technology available. Yeah, it was nuts. I started in at Disney in 98. And so right as the tech boom was starting um, and jumped on that bandwagon. And I worked for an agency up in Seattle that was eventually bought out by ESPN. And so we became the digital team for ESPN by way of a buyout. And so, yeah, as you can imagine through that tech boom and bust and uh, flash adoption and, and creation of websites and flash and CSS and, and the whole mo mobile phase, we were one of the first, or we were the sports partner for Apple when they launched the iPhone. And so we went through a couple years of building products for them exclusively and then built products for ourselves but that was a, a crazy period as well and yeah evolution up through 2015 it, it was it was an interesting time to be part of such a big company that was building out their digital footprint uh, from the very first days of, of that so it was a lot of fun a lot of challenges yeah yeah I can imagine um... Uh, personally or professionally, who inspires you? I, I get a lot of inspiration from, from outdoor creatives. So filmmakers and photographers and athletes that live in the outdoor space. It's always been something that I've been into since I was a kid. And so uh, part of the reason I went to DPS was they made these really awesome short films for skiing. And they were unlike anything else that I had seen before. And so uh, the filmmakers and the creative people that they worked with to produce these films were, it was just something that kind of st struck me creatively. And so 
the reason I went to work for DPS was primarily to, to make ski films for them. And so my inspiration comes from, from people that live in that space and in that industry, which is the outdoor industry. And so whether it's top sheets for skis and snowboards and the artwork that goes along with that, or the films that are produced by, you know, within the outdoor space. And that can be commercial too. I mean, there's so many great commercials that are produced by a lot of agencies and filmmakers that are based right here in Salt Lake City. Like all of my heroes, Camp 4 um, is one example. They are all in Salt Lake City, which is kind of crazy to think. But there are so many awesome photographers that live out here that I've been following for years. And the space and the environments and the geography that they do their work in and their creativity in is, I would say those are the people that create that, that work and also those spaces that they shoot within um, are the things that inspire me. That's awesome. I just got a few bonus questions to close things out. Uh, the sure. first one is, what does creativity mean to you? Uh, gosh, I don't even know how to answer that. Uh, creativity is probably, it's something that, that lives in everybody. I, I'm one of those people and I'm not the only one. Lots of people believe that everybody is born with some amount of creativity. It could be finance, could be business. It could be, uh, you know, something that we think of as fine art or film filmmaking or something like that. But there is some level of creativity in all of us, and that is using your mind and your brain and your talents and your skill sets uh, to produce something that's unique and different, um, or maybe it's a riff on something else. So that's a really tough question to answer, but I do believe that we all have a level of creativity, whatever business we find ourselves in. Um, and it's the curiosity I think that we bring you know, to the table to produce something that's, that's again, either a riff on something else or it's completely unique and different. Um, so that's what I would call creativity. Yeah, like it. Uh, next is, who is your favorite Muppet and why? <laughs> Muppet. Um, Miss Piggy, I'll, I'll go with Miss Piggy because she was a little salty. She's pretty saucy. I like that attitude. Yeah. Um, I, I would say I have a couple kids that remind me of Miss Piggy and I love them to death, but I, uh, there's something about her character that, that resonates with me in that saltiness. And then finally, in the movie of your life, who would you like to play you? Who would I like to play me? Yeah. Uh, Tony Hawk could play me. I can see it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That would be a big upgrade for me, but uh, I'll go with Tony Hawk or Peter Fonda. I see that too. Yeah, both both great answers. Now, now to uh, redirect everybody back to the design week, where can they find out information, the website, uh, Instagram and all that? Sure. So Instagram is SL Design Week and our website is sldesignweek.org. So those are the two places that you can find lots of information on Design Week, which starts on Monday. Um, those would be the two best places to go. You can also go to Eventbrite and search SL Design Week, and you can see all of the registrations and get a bit of the schedule uh, of what's happening next week there. You can go to 
the K, uh, it's all the local radio stations and KEXP and, and KEUR also have our schedules there as well. So um, yeah, lots of places, but I would say Instagram and the website would be the best place to go. Well, I'm gonna do my best to make to as many things as I can. I'm leaving town that Thursday for for vacation to Italy. So ah, good for you. So hopefully I can make it to an event or two before I, I take off because it's yeah, we'd love to see you there. Sounds fun. So uh, thanks again, Dan, and you have a great day and travel safely. The podcast is done, man. <laughs>